You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everyone. Afternoon, indeed. How I said it confused nah, Bianco. Let's not. What's happening? I am really feeling the Friday vibes, aren't you? The sun is out. Everybody's up and about, real happy. I'm loving it. Really? Is that actually what's happening? Look, I mean, with the exception of our producer, who has just been negative since the second I stepped into this building, but you know. We're not going there. We're not going not there. Not even acknowledging he's here today. No. Nah. Happy Jack indeed. Anyway, Bianca, how are things? I'm all right. How are you going? Good, good. How's your week been? Week's been very good, actually. Oh, see, this is good from you. Positive vibe. I love a productive week. Uh, we love a productive week indeed. You know what happens, though? When I do night work, that's when I feel like I'm productive. Oh, because you are a night owl. I have been the last couple of days. Well, there you go. Now you're an afternoon man. You're here, you're there, you're everywhere. No, no, that's Eddie Maguire. I'm not that, unfortunately. Anyway, we've got a big show lined up. (laughs) We do. It's never a small show. It it isn't indeed. I want to know, when did you find out some key information on the socials? I'm looking forward to hearing about that. I've got plenty to talk about too, but I'm going to keep the suspense building and go straight into Shepherd. This is MIA for your fry yay here on 88. Something like that. Yeah, Carl and Catherine. It's been a long week. It has. A very, very long week. And it started <sighs> with our very own Daniel Andrews having a little fall, oh my unfortunately. Gosh. Let's not undersell it. That was a big, big fall. Well, yes. And we're sending all the good vibes his way and best wishes his way because that was really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. However, it has provided me with some good content today. Oh, well, I'm so glad. I'm Dan's probably sitting there at the moment like, thank goodness I was able to help Carl out. Yes, and I appreciate that. A fellow person who wears glasses and has big ears like me. So, wow, very appreciative. about kicking a man when he's down. No, no, I'm very appreciative of Dan the man. Anyway, I'd love to know the worst injury you've ever done at Ooh. home. Oh, at home. Yeah. Well, if you want to expand it outside okay, the home, okay, you can. Yep. But worst injury you've ever given yourself. I'm going with the home theme, seeing as Dan the man's done it at home. Yep. No, he was away. It was, was a holiday house. No, I thought he was at home. It was sure. Mornington. He was in a holiday okay, house. Okay, well, what injury have you given yourself in what could be considered a family environment? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've had to restructure. Anyway, Are we right on. to go? So, anyway, the reason why I've been prompted is because I actually gave myself an injury yesterday. Yesterday? This is a fresh injury. It, it is very fresh. Okay. I've gone to go into the shower and forgotten that mum's actually cleaned it. Oh, no. So, you know, no. you know in a workplace you've got a slippery and wet sign? Yeah. That's needed at home as well. <laughs> I've gone in and I've gone, oh! I've whacked the side of my leg. Oh, you didn't stack it? No, I, I oh. didn't stack it. But I did hurt myself as oh. a result of not being cautious in a shower that was already slippery. See, that is nothing in terms of injuries. Like, I am the clumsiest person around. And I will injure myself on the daily, if not on the hour. Okay, but I still hurt myself. And it's an injury that I've done inside the house. And I'd love to know on 0404-000-736. Yep. What injury you've given yourself? Okay. Well, if we're talking in the house only... I will give you probably one of my better ones. And that was a few years ago. I was sweeping the floor, as one does. And I don't know what happened, but I remember dropping... See, I remember. This just shows how bad it was. I remember dropping the broom. And then I stood on the head of the broom 
and somehow hit myself in the face with the broom handle. But then I don't know how I've done this. I've done it again, tripped over the broom and then fallen into the wall. And we think I got a mild concussion. We can't confirm, but some brain cells were damaged and that's probably one in the home. But yeah, I fall over all the time. The other one that happened to me was when my grandfather was visiting from regional Victoria and he drove a Kingswood, a very old car from the 70s. So they're farewelling us and they're about to leave. And if you ever had the car door slammed on you by an old car, it hurt like no tomorrow. I still think that my middle finger suffers to this day from the trauma. Well, let's not forget that only last year you also got your hand jammed in the door. Was it a window? I don't remember. No, no, you got it right. And funnily enough, it's a sign of it running in the family because it was actually my mum's dad that slammed my door all these, those years ago, slammed the door on my finger, and mum's done the same thing See, when she's gone to shut the window last year. I would just argue that same you're the finger problem. too. Well, there you go. <laughs> same income. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, I don't think. I, look, it's not about people's incomes. Why'd you put it there? It was a good reference. Anyway, Bayside, I guess we're asking the question. What did we end up deciding the question to be? What is the injury that you sustained in the home? Is that the more succinct way of saying it? Or a family environment. <laughs> did, I, did I? Environment. Okay, now I'm struggling to get my words out. Here's the Rubens. Thank you. We've had a, had a text in this afternoon, and you can text us in anytime. 0404 Remember when Carl had an exclusive with Dan? Oh, yeah, you yeah. did. It was a while ago, and we had just gone into a second lockdown, so all is yeah. forgiven. Yeah, I don't think we need to do a follow-up somehow. Who would have thought a third would have come along? Oh, well. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. You know what else happens? What? Sometimes people find out that their partner is doing the dodgy on social media. Yeah, that's never good. Now, we talk about these stories all the time on this show. However, Bianco, I don't want to call it and say this is the best story I've heard in this caliber of content. However, this is a very, very strong contender. Now, a lady, Bianco, was was just on her socials, just doing a bit of shopping on certain little boutique Instagram pages that are around. And she stumbles across this girl who's dressed in this jumper that she likes. And she looks at it and she goes, that looks really familiar, that jumper. I really like it on her, though. And so she's then gone onto the page, zoomed in on the picture, wanting to buy this jumper. And then she realized something was a little bit off. And she looks around the room and what she discovers is that the room that this girl that she's never met in her life is posing in is her bedroom, as in the girl that's on social media scrolling's bedroom. And so anyway, she looks at it again. She's like, do we have the same taste? Like, does she have a similar like house? Like what is going on? No, it appears that this woman was in fact posing in the shopper's bedroom, she shoots her a text and says, hey, by the off chance, do you actually know such and such? And like drops the name. She then says, oh yeah, we're dating. Um, I was in his room doing a photo shoot. I left all of my stuff here. Why do you ask, babe? <laughs> this girl then turns around and goes, because that's my boyfriend, babe. To which this girl replies, Saying, oh my gosh, I am so sorry, dot, 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 do you still want to buy the jumper? Wow. Isn't that just something else? That, that is something. That, that's, that's unheard of. 
But the fact that she literally was posing in this girl's bedroom just to add more salt to the wound is just insane. Yeah, I mean, these things do happen. We're living in the 2020s. But what a coincidence. Like, that is crazy. But, well, there should be a little bit more class here, I would have thought. What do you mean? Well, don't use a room that is obvious. Well, or just don't cheat on your girlfriend. That is the bigger takeaway from here. Yeah, well, that too. But most of all, don't use a room that might look like a common room that's used. If it were me, I would have still said, yeah, I'm buying the jumper, bought the jumper, sent it as a parcel to the boyfriend with a note in it being like, here's your jumper, babe. No, I would have. I packed all my stuff out. I'm out of here. Would have. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Got, got the jumper and then put it up on the wall. So she'd be like, miss me? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> miss me, miss me. Now you got to kiss me. Oof. Maybe not. I don't think kissing would Somehow, go down so well. Somehow that is even worse than the story I just told. <laughs> but <sighs> there you go, guys. So always when you are shopping on the gram in particular, always keep a keen eye out because you just don't know what details you might notice if you do a double take. Yeah. And you might find something's familiar in it. In the things that you, you know, happen to stumble across online. Yeah. I've had that happen before. Not the same kind of story, but along the say, lines of... That is a piece of information that you've chosen not to reveal. It's like, oh, that looks familiar. The city's been a bit quiet. As somebody who works in the city, I can vouch that it has been quiet. But there's a new proposal out there to provide some incentives for the people that live out of Melbourne, in mm-hmm. the outer suburbs, to go back into the city... And, you know, equally support the CBD as much as what their local shopping strips have been supported. The proposal includes potentially a 4pm guarantee knockoff on Fridays, cheaper public transport, and some promotion relating to beverages and and whatnot, making the CBD very out there again. Because we love the CBD. Yeah. But I couldn't help but think to myself when I was reading this article and watching the various different stories that have been posted here, there and everywhere, what we could do to lure people back to Melbourne? Well, first of all, we can stop saying lure because no. that is a very creepy term. We're going to lure people back in. Guess what? You, you are afraid of us? Don't be afraid of us. We're the best, most <laughs> livable city in the world. There's a reason why um, the ads that are going around at the moment don't have you in it. Why? Because I'd say we're going to lure you in. No, no, no. It doesn't be hit like the that. same, you know? No, it doesn't. It's just a bit cringy. But the promo campaigns they have been releasing have been fantastic. Yeah, FOMO. What? Fear of missing out. Ah, oh, <laughs> Yes, that's one of them. I was thinking of another one. Yeah. There's one that includes Get Set by Taxi Ride, the song, in the promotional video right at the end. It's like, how many apostles are there? Or like some question like that's asked. And then all of a sudden you hear, Get Set, everybody. I don't think you I've see seen the scenery. that one. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, it's good. You'll have to look out for that one. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm saying something I shouldn't. No, I know it's out there. <laughs> he looks nervous, guys. <laughs> Carl Bianco, leak again. He lures and he leaks. Bianco leaks. <laughs> An exclusive on Salon FM. I've got all the exclusives. What else do you want to know about? No, I'd seriously love to know. If you were going to pitch anything yeah. to... The wider population of Australia that are probably a little hesitant to travel down to Melbourne because they're a little afraid that if they come down here, they might have to quarantine or lockdown or whatever because it's 
happened a little bit in the last 12 months. What would you do? What would you pitch? Because I would pitch we have the best sporting complexes in the world. Oh, see, I'd pitch we have the best coffee. That also? Like, if you're living elsewhere, you are just, like, fanging for a coffee Sorry? from Melbourne. You're what? Fanging. I didn't realise this was supposed to be a vicious pitch. Okay, Lua. <laughs> Troy McClure. Um, anyway, I think coffee. Because no matter where you go in this great country of ours, everyone always says when they ask where you're from, you say Melbourne, they say best coffee. You know what else we have that other places don't have? What? A good lunar park. Because <laughs> that'll be a heavy debate between New South Wales and Victoria. How many times do you go to Lunar Park? Been in a little while, but I just admire it. It's one of our greatest creations ever. We didn't actually create it. We imported it from somewhere, but one of the best things that ever put Melbourne on the map. Yeah. Having Lunar I reckon we should have party trams. No. Not party no. buses, like make it Melbourne legit party trams. You know. Because they move that slow that it's not like too fast where anyone could get hurt. You could be on the party tram. It would be great. And what would you do on those party trams? Party. Just party? Because there used to be tram restaurants. I don't know if they're still around. Why don't we just up the stakes a little bit? Now. As always, you can text us in any time with your suggestions, 0404 736 yes. We've had a message come in, say, free parking. Oh, that Very is good. a good call. That is an incentive. Or more parking, because when they did have the free parking, no one could get a park because there was so many cars. Yeah, that's fair. No, you know what? I agree. Free parking is even more necessary now, mm-hmm. because if you look at what the councils are doing to encourage more people to go out to their local cafes, they're sort of getting rid of some of the parking to... Have extra seats yeah. out there. I noticed that today when I was enjoying a brunch down in Hampton Street. There's a lot more extra seating out there for the local cafes and eateries, which is nice. Well, there you go. Very, very good. See, I am just here for the party trams and the coffee festival. I think our beaches are great too. Yeah. Really? It's nice Yeah, and well, the beautiful. trams could take you down there. Preferably, you'd start at the beach and then head off on the tram. I don't think it would be very safe the other way around. A tram but... to see the beaches. Yeah. We know somebody who could do the voice of the party tram. <laughs> yes. This is a marketing opportunity. I'm going to work on this. The next stop is Party King Town. Street. No, Party Town. Yeah, I was going to say King Street. Oh, yeah. Because we know what happens on King Street. There's a lot of partying going on there. It's true. That's, that's like the party festival of it Melbourne. It is. No one's denying that. A lot of people. I just have never heard it in a tram formation. I really appreciated it. The next stop is, I think I should take that job from Colin someday. Colin, I'm coming for that job. No, I'm no I won't hire you for the party train. No, I'm sorry. I, I, Colin, I, you've got a new gig if you want it. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so much that you can enjoy in Melbourne and surrounding areas as well. Bayside, there's some. Ricketts Point, I love Ricketts Point. I'm just suggesting beaches, more beaching areas. It's nice. Here's Eskimo Joe. Text us in 0404 736. Good luck, Bayside. Good luck. I got myself into a bit of a pickle yesterday. What kind of pickle was it? Was it, it delicious? It or? wasn't a good one. I'll put it that way. Okay, so not a tasty pickle. No. So I finished work. And you know when you get out the doors at work and you're like, yes, like I've got the night to myself, exciting times. Yeah. So I head through the car park to where my car is, get up to the car, and all of a sudden I look at my vehicle in a way that I don't remember seeing it look when I left. And by that, I mean the whole front of it was bashed in. What? Like, as in properly bashed in to the point where it wasn't even a shape anymore. And I look at my car and I was like... It wasn't your car, was it? What is going on? Surely not. 
And so I went from like just, yes, you know, thank goodness I'm out of here to like internal fuming rage in about 0.1 of a second. You know that real deep rage where you're trying to keep it together because you're trying to process the image you're looking at? Yeah. But you're just like, what is happening? And so I'm evaluating this vehicle and I'm walking around and I was like, how could this have happened to my car when it's been left here? Someone has to have backed into my car. And so then I do the embarrassing thing of trying to like join the dots and try and see if there was anyone around that could like evaluate it. Thank goodness I did because I then went, looked across, literally my car was in the next spot. The exact same car. I knew it. I knew it. It can't have been your car. But it was like the the change of emotions. I actually got whiplash because I was fuming. Then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's not me. But then I felt bad for the person that it was. Do you think it was an incident in the car park or did it look like a freshie or did it look like they just abandoned it well, and left it there? Look, it was an eyesore, to put it correctly and nicely. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> Whoever the person it actually was that I went and looked, like when they came out, I'm hoping they knew what they were in for because I was about to actually like lose my mind. And um, so, yeah, was, then I felt really bad because then I was like, oh, well, and then I just got into my very healthy looking car. Beep, beep, off I went. And yeah, I just want to know what happened to the other car. Like, what actually put it into that situation? Yeah, it's hard to say, but obviously something's rammed into it. Yeah. I think that's the obvious assumption to make by looking at it. Or it's stacked into something. We don't know. Yeah, which is rather unfortunate. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't happen. It's not applicable to me. Do you know what, though? It's really amazing because what you've just described, walking out of work, being happy, and then seeing that... It's a bit like when you come into this radio studio. Here so, we go. Initially, we're, we're all thinking... Sunshine, lollipops and green bows, everything yeah, this is that's me walking through the gate, up the stairs. Yep. You know, great song, life's great, it's Friday, we're here to chill, and then all of a sudden we bump into Jack. Oh no, God! No, God, please, actually, no! Yeah. No! That was exactly no. what I heard when I opened the door, no. actually. Pretty much. But there you go, guys. Who else can relate to the change of emotion in like three seconds? Because seriously, I'm exhausted today. And I think it was f- purely from the different range of emotions I felt within that split second. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I know what it's like, though. Yeah. Can relate. Not as somebody that has a car or, that you know. Oh, gosh. Imagine if when you get a car, that happened to you. Good luck to everybody <laughs> in the suburb, in the state. My gosh. You won't hear the end of it. No. I'll just I'll put it out there. Put it out there nicely. You won't hear the end of it. It's as simple as that. Yes. But right now, the example I can give you of when I get annoyed like that is when I see people that leave their uh, dog's doo-doo at the front of my house or if anybody decides that the front garden is a rubbish garden for them. Oh, okay. Come on, we're better than that. It's 2021. Do you have one of those like pinchy pickup things? No, but I rubbish? need one. The claw. If, yeah. you, if you know a claw. My nan had one. Maybe you could have it. I think. I your, love that thing. I think your nan might need it more than what I do. Oh, no, she doesn't. She's got her own claw? Okay, let's go to a break. We have jobs and lives outside of what we do on Fridays and Mondays. Surprise. We don't just chill the whole time. Look, I decided to go on a little trip the other day and I might have gone close to your workplace. No, hold up a second. 
you went to my workplace yeah. and then messaged me being like, I was just at your workplace, didn't come visit you. Yeah, I'd love to know when you've done that. <laughs> and how did it make your other person feel? It, like, I mean, to be honest, I was dealing with enough drama as it was. You did me a favour. You were talking about toe fungi and I was just like, I don't want to go near that. No, I was talking about you being a fungi. Well, I'd like to think I am, if you catch me at the right moment. <laughs> well, because you were rather upset at the fact that I didn't come and say hi. Look, I mean, I was joking. Were you? Yeah, I'm sorry. You didn't sorry. seem like you were joking. I'm sorry. You didn't read my message correctly. But yeah, you did show up. Um, You gave us some good feedback, actually, which was appreciated. Well, I hadn't been out there for a little while. Mm-hmm. I don't just aim to go out there and spend my life there every day like you unfortunately most days have to it's all right it's a blessing and a curse (laughs) but i didn't realize that changed the signage it used to be colorful and now it's black black and white is this actually what we're talking about on the show i am talking about that oh okay yeah i thought i'm glad it resonated when you've gone near your workmates workplace and you didn't actually go in i'm sure it happens quite a lot I, okay, maybe I read the room a little wrong. <laughs> I, I generally what are you going to you... do? Are you going to ask Bayside, so guys, let us know which friend it was, where do they work, and where did you ditch them? Yeah, it's a part of a new segment I'm going to do. Carl comes to your workplace. Oh my gosh. People, you would, even just in half an hour of Bianco being at your workplace, it would only give you a taste of what Jack and I have to put up with. Spend a day with Carl. Oh my God, you could be the intern. No thanks. That's somebody else. That's perfect. We'll send Jack to your workplace. Oh my gosh, we could. <laughs> Say I'm coming and then Jack shows up. Surprise! We put a little bow on him. Wow, that is a surprise. Intern Jack. But yeah, he doesn't do the work for us, so we outsource him. Yes, we do. Yeah, Actually, here's something. 0404000736. If you have a job... That Jack could actually fit into better than this job? No, a job <laughs> that you have been forever thinking, I need to get this done. It could be painting a fence. It could be anything. You could hire Jack. Handyman. Handy Jack. Whoever has the best pitch, you win Jack for, what, 30 minutes, Jack? What do you reckon? <laughs> He's looking at us like, are you guys for real? Here you go, his mic on. Oh, he's broken it, so he's quite clearly... All right, Britney Spears. What do we think? Are you kidding? I think this is a good idea, I'm glad. I'm really glad that you two think this is a great idea. Do I have a say in this? Clearly not. No. It puts the community in community radio. And if you were good at filming such events, we'd love a... Do you want to work for us? Yeah, sure. We'd love a... What do you call them? Social media manager or something like that? I yeah. don't know. Well, you, yeah, you actually. can't seem to do it well enough, so... I know. Uh. Yeah, shout out to um Carl's dog, who is representing our socials today, because Jack didn't do the social work. Well, Fifi said something very smart. Mm. I can't really understand what she says, because she speaks dog talk. Where's Imagine. Norman? Hang on, where's Norman? He's got good taste, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is that supposed to be an offensive dig at Fifi? No, it's... <laughs> Dig at us. He's above our socials? What even yeah. is this? He is. Anyway, if you want Jack, 0404000736, going to a good home for 30 minutes. If you've ever wanted a Jack in your life, then we're going to give you one. Because everybody needs more Jack in their life. Except for us. We've had two. We're Jack of it, quite frankly. Oh, can we go to a song, please? No, no. If you could have a choice of what you'd like to do, what would it be? Yeah, what sort of line of work are you after? I, I, don't, I don't care. Just... Look, I'm not 
No, I don't. I don't even care. Just anything, I'll do it, and I won't do it to an acceptable standard. So you're going to be losing out if you hire <laughs> now, me. Now that's not fair. Yeah, you're, you're going to be losing out. So by all means, oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Like, <laughs> let's like, do it. Let's see what happens. Were you never told that in life you need to give it your all? Yeah, but that's too hard. Particularly when he's worked for us for five years, anything's going to be better than this. Yeah, look, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> Anyway, text line is open if you want, Jack. By the end, we're here till 6 o'clock. Um, Why bother? Maybe you could become a fruit picker. Well, there is good money in that. They need days. a lot of them at the moment. Yeah. I reckon we should send you to a fruit farm. Go out into the regionals? Good yeah. money. Can you do it? Can we send you to a fruit farm? Sure. Would you pass the test? Do you reckon he would? I'm just trying to think of a good old McDonald pun for Jack. Quickly. Yeah, can't. We are on air. Come on. We're going to a break. If Go you on. want Jack, he's available. <laughs> this is Dean Lewis is following up. Carl and Catherine here for your Friday. See you, Jack. Take care. Bye. We've had an offer already. We have had an offer, Jack. Would you like to know what it is? Yeah, why not? It involves reaching. Okay. Would you like to work in Jeffrey's Milk Bar? Yeah, okay. How much is, how much is he paying me? He's not oh, paying no, this you. is voluntary. Yeah, this is all voluntary because you're a very community-orientated person. No, this is ridiculous. No, I'm not taking it on. All right, well, Next. we've got... <laughs> Wow, talk about a bossy person. Well, I'm just going to put it out there, Jack. If we don't get any other offers, you're off to the milk bar, my friend. So keep those offers rolling in, guys. And Jeffrey, thank you for that. Look, just make one up before the end of the show, all right? All right. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll contact the fish and chip shop that attacked me. <laughs> good Friday's coming up, yeah, and I'll say I've got a cable of Jack, are you available on Good Friday? Yeah, if you want a I good Friday be. to be made into a great Friday, we'll get Jack in a fish and chip shop for oh, you. Oh, I don't know if that would right. go so well. Mm. Uh, a bit flaky. Yeah, deep fries. Nah. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that, Jeffrey. Um, Bianco. Yes. Let's talk embarrassing moments that haunt us forever. I feel like we've done this. Oh, no, we haven't. This is an embarrassing moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassed. Um, no, a girl has gotten very, very popular on the internet this week. What's she done After now? sharing a video of where she completely misjudged a social situation and really, like, mortified herself. It happened a couple of years ago, and even to this day at 3 a.m., she wakes up just cringing about it. So what happened was, it was her birthday, and she had a big gathering back in the day at a restaurant to celebrate, and there was a cake, and then obviously all the staff came over to sing. And so a friend thought it would be a nice opportunity to film her while she's being sung to, and the wait staff are around. It's a really nice time. Until the waiter reaches over towards her mid-song, which this birthday girl interprets as the waiter trying to hug her. Oh, don't tell me this is one of those things where because of COVID, people are not... Oh, no, this is this is pre-COVID. Oh, okay. So... The video has just I was surfaced. thinking, somebody's gone up for the hug and people... No, 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 no this given, is worse. Given you that, no, 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 bingo. No, this is much worse. Yeah. This girl sees the waiter move towards her. She interprets it as a hug and embraces this waiter. Check, please. She's never met in her life. And it was in that moment that she put the two and two together that he had a candle in his hand and he was trying to move the candle away from the table. And she's hugged him. And everyone, like, the video has just gotten millions and millions of likes online. Like, it's so funny. But it just had me thinking, what are, like, your top moments where you just cringe of how embarrassing something has happened to you? I tried to hug a teacher at school in Year 7. What? Yeah. I was really 
thrilled that she didn't give me a detention, so I went to go and hug her, and, she's, and I was like, thank you, miss. And she's like, don't touch me. <laughs> we, as a nation, we have a lot of titles. Yes. We've just added another one to the list. Don't know if you've heard. <laughs> That's the abrupt noise to let you know that we've another one to the list. And the title is, we've been declared the most dangerous place. <laughs> to just bring music out? Is that it? No. The, 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 the most dangerous place to take a selfie. To take a selfie? To take a selfie. Wow. Yep. Makes sense, though. Yeah. It, it kind of does when you think about it. There's a lot mm. of places you could get stuck in in Australia. <laughs> and you're like, oh, perfect opportunity for a selfie. Help! I'm stuck! Selfie. Oh, speaking from personal experience, are we? Look, I'd rather not go there. <laughs> <laughs> what title don't we, don't we have as a nation that we should have, though? Mm. That's what I want to I want to know. Yeah, that's a good call. Mm. Most hot people. I I reckon we are the biggest beer drinkers in the world. Yeah, that's pretty valid. Apparently, we're not. I'm being reliably informed. Who is? Ah, mm. uh, maybe Austrians, <laughs> Germans. Oh, hang on, we've got an expert coming in. <laughs> the experts in George. Hello, mm. uh, GJ here, just making an early appearance. <laughs> um, so, biggest beer drinkers in the world is actually the Czech Republic. Ah, they consume about 145 liters per capita. A year. Is that Australia right? sits slots in at around eighty six, I think. Really? From the last time. Are I we checked. that low down? Yep. yep. How is that at the top of your next, head? Next best is about one hundred twenty five liters. I lived in Prague, so it's one of the first things they tell you when you arrive there. What's it like over in Prague? It's quite nice. It's quite cold there at the moment too. Mm. It's much nicer being here. See, I knew we would have a Prague correspondent if we needed it, and then we do. Thank you, GJ. You're welcome. Very helpful. That'll be all. Very on brand. <laughs> Thank you. Well. You can shoot into him from six. Yeah. For more um, beer banter. He's full of Prague, and we're looking forward to hearing that after six o'clock. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I reckon, do you reckon we've got the most lunar parks in the country? <laughs> what is it? In the world, sorry. In the world, in the world, sorry. I said do country, I meant have, the world. Don't we just have two lunar parks? Well, yeah, that we know of. There's. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think there's just a sneaky lunar well, park Luna, somewhere? Well, Lunar might park somewhere. They, we've got more than one lunar park. I think what we're Bad getting guy. from today's show is that Carl really just wants to ride the scenic railway. It's like, been a long time. I'm not going to lie. It's local and I'm considering it. Or do you want to clock some hours up for your driving on the Dodgems? Well, it might also help me. I don't know. might help me with my reflexes. Probably yeah. not. I had a bad experience with Dodgems when I was younger. Now that you mention it. Okay, now we need to hear this. It's just saying that I was at a big amusement park up on the Gold Coast where they happen to have Dodgem cars and I might have been... With my younger sister, and being picked on by a particular person that kept ramming me, so I constantly got rammed. <laughs> and then I might have let out a couple of expletives, and this woman proceeded to grab me as I got out of my Dodgem car, and just said, "Don't call me that." Anyway, how old were you? Oh, probably not even thirteen. <laughs> okay, so we see what sort of driver you'll be. Don't come near me. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, as a nation, what should we, what should we, what labels should we be given? We've got the most dangerous country to take selfies in. Yep. Probably the new nation you come to to make a movie. That should be another title we're given. 
Um, hello. Oh, no. Actually, can we just be known as George Clooney's new home? Like, that should just be our title. Yeah, I heard about that. We'll be talking about it a bit later, guys. We're becoming the new LA, and I'm so here for it. Is he it. bringing his wife with him? What's her yeah, name? Amal. And the twins. Amal. That's it. Where are they going to reside? Do you reckon they'll reside locally? Well, they're in Queensland, so I don't know. But I, I thought you said they were going to film in Melbourne. Nah, Queensland. But they're going to come down here, I'm sure. Because, wow. you know, as the, the spokesperson of coffee, it'd be rude for him not to. When is Adam Sandler going to come to Australia? That's the big question I'm asking. Or Jim Carrey or one of them. Can they just come oh, and entertain us? If Jim Carrey us? came here, I would, I'd die. Somebody shoot me. We're going to a song. Smoking. You mentioned just before, Bianco, that certain celebrities may or may not be calling Get Australia out of here. home. Well, now. they can't because they're not from Australia. Well... There's a lot of productions opening up here in Australia to be filmed for films and TV shows. And I've always said my entire existence, I've been obsessed with Hollywood and the entertainment news and that sort of thing. And everyone used to say to me, Catherine, why do you care about Hollywood when it's so far away from Australia? And what I say to them now is that I think we're living in the new Los Angeles. I disagree. We've got Melissa McCarthy here. We've got Julia Roberts and George Clooney coming shortly. Yeah, what could they tell us when there's a lot of us other Australians that are stranded in other countries that can't come back, but we well, can let celebrities true. in? This is true. The positive in this, though, is how many jobs will be available. There's like hundreds of hundreds of jobs on these film sets available. But What if you're not qualified on a film set, though? But there's so many things you can do. They need like people who do catering. They need people who can do lighting. They can do all the things. But what is exciting about this, however, is the fact that do you think we're going to get to a point where so many sets and production companies are going to work here that we'll just be on Chapel Street one day and be like, oh, Zac Efron, how are you? No, that's in your dreams. I feel like it could be a it's a probability. It's a probability, but it's highly unlikely. Like what happens if one day the, the new Batman or whatever is like, you know what? We need Ramsey Street. We're going to be filming on Ramsey Street. Dr. Carl, clear out. Really? I, I don't think so. Because I just feel like we're opening the floodgates for so much like amazing stuff to be filmed here. Days of our lives all of a sudden oh. filmed here. Didn't they film here a few years ago in Sydney? No, that was The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, look, I get those serials mixed up, okay? Yeah, that was that was a weird time. It's like I don't know if Home and Away is on Channel 7 or Channel 10. Do you want to know a hot tip, though, about The Bold and the Beautiful? What's that? Our very own Dr. Chris Brown got cast on that show was for he, an actual gig. Was he supposed to be bold or beautiful? Well, he's beautiful, obviously. But that's your thought. Not necessarily shared by your co-host. But yeah, I want to know, who would you want to see here? You said Adam Sandler before. I'd like to see an Adam Sandler movie filmed here. Or a comedian that makes everyone laugh. We need more laughter in this world. Well, Melissa McCarthy's here. She's just filmed one project and she's filming another. And that excites me greatly because I love her and her husband. I would just love if someone was to say to me, Catherine... Bridesmaids 2 is shooting in Australia. I thought they'd already filmed that film. Yeah, Bridesmaids. I thought they'd already done a sequel. No, to they've it. sworn they're never going to do it because they don't want to tarnish it. Well, that's what if, fair. What about if they Go did out on a high. Oceans 10? They've done too many Oceans films. Wait, what are we up? Is Oceans... They, they go backwards, It was Oceans they? 8 last time, it was wasn't Oceans it? Oceans 8, so does that mean it's 9 or is it 7? Well... Was there an Oceans 9? They started been... at Oceans 10, yeah. Okay. So the original was Oceans 11. Okay. That was a film... That was had like the Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, had all them in it years ago. Then they decided to remake the film in the early 2000s. It had Brad Pitt, George Clooney, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. 
Then they made a sequel, which was Ocean's 12. And then they decided to make Ocean's 13. Okay, so the the answer is that it's going to be Ocean's 9 and 10. I would actually say it's probably likely to be Ocean's 7 and 6. But I don't You really can't... Think. 7 and... Okay. They're going backwards. going backwards. Because the, with the alternate cast that primarily had males, it was going upwards. But I thought the girls one would meet to where the other one started and then you've got a full trilogy. I don't know. I, anyway, if I'm they not want to film it, I want to be in it. That's it. I'm not a screenplay writer. I'm not from Hollywood. I've been to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't need to now because it's here. No, you still have to go. If you've never gone, when the times arrive where you can go, if you want to go, I'd suggest oh, yeah. going. It's an of experience. Course. You need to experience things in your life. I've of been course. very grateful to go to Hollywood. I actually got a photo in front of a distant Hollywood sign at the Kodak Theatre. Well, there you go. There's a flex. But yeah, let us let us know, Bayside. <laughs> 04, Have you been there? I want to go so bad. But in the meantime, I'm very happy that everybody's coming here. Also, Let went, us know, guys, who you want to see in Australia. 0404000736. I also went to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Did I tell you I saw the Olsen twins there? Yeah. Wasn't that a New York minute? <laughs> Thank you. I also saw Will Ferrell. Oh, see, that's a good get too. Yeah, he was riding around on a bike. We believe that he was actually starting to film semi-pro back then. Oh, did he have the afro? Yeah. Oh, that's or cool. maybe he just finished. Anyway, let us know. Is Australia the new Hollywood? I disagree. What's the weirdest thing you've ever heard described as hot? Ooh, well, that is a loaded question. It is a little bit, but it's a hot question. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. There has been something remarkable happen over in the United States. It's brightened up the place a little bit. It's called a hot pigeon. A what? Yeah, this isn't pigeon radio. You haven't tuned in on 11 o'clock on no. a Wednesday. Let's Sorry to say. Twisted. But if you are interested in pigeons, you can listen to that. The one and only exclusive radio show related to pigeons here at Southern FM. And the wor- well, in, in the country anyway. Yeah. That I know of. Pigeon specialists on the show. We're not pigeon specialists, but this is... No, if, I, if there were pigeons in here, I would be crying. Well, what's happened is there's this colourful pigeon. It's sort of like... It's like a rainbow pigeon. I'll what? Show you. It looks like this. Whoa! It actually... That's not real. That is legit. That is not real. It looks like it's the child of a toucan and a pigeon. No, it's an actual pigeon. That can't be real. Someone's mm. been on um, paint on Word and coloured <laughs> no, that in. Look at it closely. It has not been coloured in on set sites. Wow. That's a different photo of the same kind of pigeon. What do we call this pigeon? It's called a hot pigeon. Why? Because that's what people are calling <laughs> That's what they're calling it. Why can't it be like the rainbow pigeon? It's like the cousin of the rainbow fish? Pink-necked green pigeon and they're labelling it the hot pigeon. Why can't they call it the pastel pigeon? I don't know. Maybe you know what a better name would have been the rainbow pigeon. Wow! I wish I just said that. <laughs> Gosh, he's just so encapsulated. But he just to, just to give you a visual baseline, he has not stopped staring at this pigeon. It's actually quite unnerving. It's quite amazing, really. I can see why people call it the hot pigeon because it's it's multicolored. I've never seen a pigeon like that before. I still I doubt like that's the rosellas. See, they don't have rosellas over in New York that they, I know of. They make good tomato sauce. The rosellas are a football team as well. Oh, well, there you go. Chat them for those who wanted a bit of local history, local knowledge. 
didn't well, hit as hard as my joke, but anyway. As far as I'm aware as well, the Rosellas are the only team called that in the whole country. Hmm. Well, Might have to fact check that one. I think you should fact check the actual rainbow pigeon that you're showing me. Well, I think it's quite amazing. That's why I brought it up. It's not something you see every day. It's rather bright. It's a hot pigeon. Imagine the first person to lay eyes on that rainbow pigeon. Do you reckon they just thought, wow, I've had a big night? (laughs) Or more importantly, has that pigeon had a big night? Have I been looking at the TV screen for too long? Ooh, pretty colours. No longer black and white. It's colourful. Yeah. The screen. How do you reckon that pigeon's flexing amongst its brothers and sisters? Being a like, color, it's like what is that? Alopecia. No. Oh. What is that kid's book? And there's like the different colored. Is it an elephant? It is an elephant. Thank you, Jack. I don't remember what the book's called, but I specifically remember. It's not green eggs and ham. That's what my brain's telling me. <laughs> I don't know why. Just get it out. Let it out. Green eggs and ham. Happy with it? Yeah, I'm happy. Well, there you go. I bet you that'll be adapted into a movie, The Rainbow Pigeon. There's a lot of weird adaptions of movies going on. There's one going on at the moment. Is it Elizabeth Banks? Is that her name? I'm really not across movies out at the moment. I think it's Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. She's the blonde-headed one that was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. She is also in Pitch Perfect. Correct. Mm -hmm. She's allegedly, apparently, creating a movie about a bear that had like 310 kilos of illicit substances found in it. What? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let us know. It's a different form of Care Bear. <laughs> oh, no. A Care That's... Now, we nearly made a whole show, Bianco, without mentioning... The pigeons? Pigeons. Well, we've done that, Tick. Yeah, thank you. No, the other thing everybody's talking Hot. about... Like, I mean, I feel like we've been on fire, so tick. Dan Andrews? Tick. Yep. What we haven't spoken about is the interview that has just broken everybody's minds this week. Where do we? I don't even really want to go there. No. Don't want to acknowledge. We're we're not, though, because everyone is talking about certain factors in that interview. Something that we haven't spoken about, though, and obviously we like to take a different angle on this show, is the fact that Harry and Meghan admitted that they have watched bits and pieces of The Crown which is a TV show based upon their family. And so I was sitting there taking that in. And, of course, because it's my brain, I was thinking, what would it look like if my family had a TV show? And then I was thinking maybe we could talk about it here. What would it look like if the Biancos had a TV show? Pretty bland. Do you reckon? Is that what yeah, it would I don't be think it would be very entertaining, to be honest. Oh, see, I think it would be so fun. Like, first of all, what genre would you go? Would it be like a comedy sitcom? Would it be a drama? Would it be reality? Good question. Oh, I think we're getting a taste. Could be anything, really. Bianca's been waiting for this moment for this whole five years. Ready to pitch? I'm just ready to narrate your series. I'll go on then. Good luck. I don't think I really could. I go to work every day at the same place and serve shoes to people. Um, No, we're doing families, thank you. Get some new material. I'm doing you. No, you've got to do family. So, Jan comes along, Larry comes along, and there's Josh. End of story. See, I think the Biancos... No, you know what yours would be? The Bianco family would be MasterChef. Because every time we are here on a Friday, you guys are figuring out what you're having for dinner. And particularly you, you're always like critiquing the food as it like is mentioned. Being like, oh, yeah, but I didn't like that last time. Or that wasn't this, that wasn't that. I'm not a food critic. 
I think you'd be great at it. Thank you. What would we call it? I don't know. There's no food pun for Bianco. Hmm. But I think that's the angle you guys would go. I feel like... Carl the Critic. No, but it's got to be the family. The entire family, we're all in this together. Wow, why are we bring family into this? Because that's what the crown is. They've been watching what their family's been up to. See, mine for sure would be a sitcom. Because my family, it's always all of us just sort of here, there, and everywhere, and we all walk through the door, and then we like start the band. Like, very much like everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> like, you know when everyone just walks in and there's like something to be told? That's where we'll be, I think. Is that what happens, is it? Yeah. So I walk into the Powell household. Hey, guys, how are you going today? <laughs> Quality content. Yeah, that's it. Catherine confused her car again. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Um, that's for the season finale. Thank you. How dare you? Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it would be something interesting to talk about. Like... Because it must be a very surreal thing watching somebody play like your grandparents from back in the day and like finding out, even though it's loosely based on facts. Yeah. And then to conclude, when you start getting boring in your household, particularly when you're engaging with your mother, you get this. Not happy, Jen! We're almost wrapping up what's been another show. Another big show here for you. Beautiful sunny Friday. Got some time still, but just so you know. Yeah. Got some Does great it... company after ten, uh, after ten, after <laughs> six o'clock as well for you. I know after ten. Well, after ten, I was getting a bit ahead of myself, but yeah, Disco Inferno. Yeah, no Fridays are where it's at on Southern FM. If Obviously, every day is, but Friday night we got some good tunes. We're live, we're local, and we're relevant. Are we? Sometimes. <laughs> Thank you for saying that I'm relevant. I appreciate. That. I said we're relevant as an organisation. I wasn't specifically saying us two. But if you want to interpret it that way, that's fine. Thank you. Anyway, I'm a um, tissue. No, I'm good. Thank you. I've got Have an issue. Together. Hey, um, I think Hi. we found a winner with the whole producer Jack interning thing. Yes, we have. I feel like we need to just tell you guys that Monday show you've got to tune in for. I've got all the time in the world on Monday. So, yeah, I'll be tuning in on it. Well, you're going to be here, so yeah, you're going to be tuning in. I'll be tuning in, focusing in. Apparently, Bianco's going to be calling in sick, so it'll just be me interviewing Jack. But um, yeah, let's just say, guys, that the job that we've selected for Jack has quite a good outfit, um, uniform, we should say. If you have this particular outfit, by the way, we'll be announcing what it is on Monday. Yeah, we're keeping it under wraps because we just want to torture you. No, we don't. We just we we're getting stuff set up for Monday. If you have a megaphone as well, yeah. If you got a speakerphone that works, we would love you for that. Are they speakerphones or megaphones? Megaphones. Megaphones. You, yeah. Well, good impersonation. But then also, if I could have it to keep afterwards, because I've always wanted one of those things. <laughs> if you're giving away a megaphone, yeah, that's what we want. Yeah. And we'll reveal what Mister Misson will be doing on Friday of next week. This time next week. Yes. <laughs> on Monday. Um, this is going to be quite possibly the best thing we've ever done on this show. If you have any suggestions on what it might be, DM us. Slide into the DMs. Wow, we've never asked that before. No, you can. It's yeah. there for you to do so. So please yeah. feel free to. Or you could email us as well. Let us know what you think. But just tune in. I would say from eight, 7 o'clock Monday we will be on. 8 o'clock I think we'll be making the announcement. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, happy that's, with that? That's very good by you. Excellent. What's on for the weekend? I'm working 
on Saturday and then I've got like open space Sunday and Saturday night. So I'm interested to see where that takes me because that normally doesn't happen. No. So, yeah. So I've been socialising the last few weeks. I don't know. Will I go out? Will I stay in? I don't know. Well, my weekends are about to change. Yeah. A little less work orientated. Well, probably that's good. Probably still will involve work, mm. but you know, somebody that I work with during the summer months, summer period is finishing up work for a little while, and um, yeah, just another person that I'm going to stop working with. But this is only temporary, unlike the other person who just left us. But that's okay. No hard feelings. I don't know if this is going to make you feel better or worse, Bianco, but you'll be forever stuck with Jack and I. So anyway, have a nice weekend. <laughs> I promise you on Monday it's going to be worth listening to. It's going to be iconic. Like, I think that's a good tease, yeah? Iconic. Wow, that's a big statement. Nostalgic. But, you know, I usually agree with what you have to say. So, when it comes to this particular person that's involved with what's happening oh, next week. Yes, it's going to be good. Could we talk it up anymore? <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of talking up, GJ after <laughs> 6 o'clock. Stay tuned for that. Yes. He, or, he, I reckon his playlist is creeping in on yours, Bianco. It's essential listening. Mm-hmm. You get a soothing voice for two hours. And if you're lucky and you want to head into the city, you might actually get to meet the man in the flesh. Yeah, meet and greet. There's a particular place that he does like to frequent, a couple of places actually. And if you're lucky enough, you might find him, bump into him and be like, hey, you sound like somebody I've heard before. It's because he's got a great face for radio. On that note... Have a great weekend, everybody. See you on Monday. See you Monday, 7 o'clock. Bright and early. Take care. See ya. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.